0: You're listening to the Beginning of Wisdom podcast with Andrew Schumacher. Beginning of Wisdom seeks to engage in theology and apologetics in the sight of God. You can learn more at beginningwisdom.org.
1: them Live, I'm Andrew Schumacher, and also we've got Vicky Schumacher.
2: Yeah, just
1: we're just guessing. Um, we couldn't hear if if uh, you were coming in.
2: Let us know how the
1: audio. Is. Yeah, let us know how it is. I I see the the lines bouncing, but I we can't hear anything for some reason. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna take these off. It's hot yeah, in here. I'll take mine. <laughs> doing me any good anyway so um so yeah uh good evening everybody we're here on a wednesday night not our normal tuesday night show uh really just because lots of stuff going on
0: and yeah right i really hope that wherever you are tonight you are healthy
3: safe and free mm-hmm.
0: and uh we are praying for you and everybody we can think of right now
1: right right so um we are just kind of in the middle of just trying to make sure everything's working right here. Um so, make, so let us know if our Paisley sound Dream levels are weird.
0: Says that Nikki is low. Is it because I need to get closer to the mic? Uh
1: I think and I just need to turn you up a little bit. Okay. As well.
0: I have kind of a low voice.
1: Okay. Figuring some stuff out. I think, I think you look like you're coming in mm-hmm. a little better now. It's
0: been a long time since I've been able to be consistently on the podcast. And we'll see how it goes. All right. We have uh, a seven-year-old who's been begging to babysit. And so she's pretty excited <laughs> to stay up with her <laughs> sister. So here I am. We'll see if I get to stay, guys.
2: Yeah.
1: All right. So tonight... As it uh, talks about, we're talking about hope in the midst of everything going on in the world right now uh, with, with riots and police stuff. Uh, you know, it's just you know, when
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, when something truly terrible happens, you know, when, when, a, when by all accounts. I think um, this is
0: the worst thing I've ever seen in my whole life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: as far as the state of the world.
1: And and there's, I think there's a lot of reasons for that. Well, we're actually going to talk a little bit about that, but um, but yeah, when uh, when you have some, you know, clear, at the very least, you know, malfeasance, malpractice by this police officer, um,
0: we've seen up to a lot and, of and, tyranny from authorities lately. Let's yeah, just say that it, that has there's certainly just... not
1: been for supply.
0: And you know, with the modern cell phone picture, it's getting more and more, like, you can see it more.
3: Yeah, definitely. Exposed. So,
1: um yeah, tonight's going to be a little different than a lot of recent episodes of the show, but if you've been watching from the beginning, you know that we have talked about things going on in the world um, on, on occasion. But what I want to kind of bring up today is, you know, this show... Tonight is going to be based mainly on one verse of the Bible. Mm. Um, At least that's going (gasps) to be our starting. I know, out of context. That's
0: what you're going to, I promise in the comments someone's going to say that.
1: One verse, out of context. (laughs) Um, So basically, we're going to be talking about Romans 8.28 a little bit. Um,
0: Before we get into that, can I ask you guys to go ahead and if you like, the video give it a thumbs up mm-hmm. share it out that does help the algorithm to get the gospel out to more people mm-hmm. and i believe the straight up gospel is really going to be the center of the message today yeah and yep. um if you hate the video go ahead and give it a thumbs down so that we know <laughs> that also, also helps
1: the algorithm that also um, helps but it
0: also helps us know you know <laughs> it if does. you like it or not
1: um, and, and the other thing I appreciate you mentioned that stuff. Um, so we always put our links in the description for different social stuff. I have added, us, yeah. I've added a new place that we are, uh, parlor, mm-hmm. um, the new, uh, social media platform that it's just supposed to be our, about
0: free speech there. You guys, Yeah,
1: that's what let's they, see if that's they're true. billing themselves out as let's see what happens when they get a whole bunch of Christians on there. And there's I a, there's a bunch of
0: us people too, Paisley dreams, mm-hmm. uh, Dustin Neely uh and forgive me forgive me is it Shayna Shayna Hollis good to see you and Rainbow Warrior good to see you and no. yeah tell us uh where you're from if you are in the chat tonight
3: Right Yeah So
1: Yeah we do really appreciate you guys being here and um on a different night I if you're here tonight then you know I don't know what you normally do Wednesdays but um, for us, it isn't usually this. So I want to talk a little bit. Um, we're going to start with Romans 8:28 here. Uh, we're going to kind of start and end here. Um, Romans 8:28 says, "And we know that all things work together for good, for those who love God, for those who are called according to His purpose."
2: That's
0: my favorite verse in my whole life.
1: Yeah. And did we you know have, that about me?: I did know that about you. <laughs> and, um, and if you'll see uh, behind me here, we had a friend.
0: It's actually make, our make pastor's wife.
1: Yeah, our pastor's wife um, made us that it says it's Romans eight twenty. I think she it's made it for me artsy. because it was my birthday. Mainly for my wife because it was her birthday and her Unless favorite your verse.
0: birthday is the same as mine. No. No. Okay. But I'll share it with you. We're warm. all right.
1: We I appreciate it. So um all right. So uh I used you know, to this, live in
0: Dallas, Shaina. Hello. Oh, we haven't person I haven't seen before, so Yeah,
1: totally. Welcome. So um here's here's what I want to start with with this verse. We've all, I mean if we if you've been a Christian very long, you've heard this verse uh, and people are like, "Oh wow, that's really cool. God works things for the good." Um but here's the thing. It it doesn't just say he works things for the good. And really this this verse ought to be an immense hope for you if you're in Christ. If you believe in him, this should be something that you really cling to and say, yes, God is working all things together for my good. Because I, you know, I um I love God. I'm called according to his purpose.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but this this verse should also chill your bones if you don't know God.
0: Mm-hmm. Because if you don't love God.
1: If you don't love God because there's no promise here for you if mm-hmm. if that's the case. Um you should repent and, and turn and 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 fall in love with God because, because He He is working things for the good for those who love Him. Um so we'll come back to that and 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 you'll see how it really it really is something that we should be looking at along with obviously tons of other truth that we find in Scripture in this, these times. Um but I wanna talk a little bit just about what's going on. So obviously right now, um George Floyd was at the was killed unjustly at the very least. Probably murdered. If, if not, you know, full I mean thing about in our, our our country, the way our laws work, you know, how much can you prove um in terms of intent and all that 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 you know the death was really the intent? So I know that the at this time the primary officer that that um what had his knee on his neck he is is being charged with second degree murder, um and all of the officers have been fired and they've all been charged uh, with something they've all been I don't know what everybody's been charged with but uh, all the officers that were there have um since that time we've had multiple. Um, situations of all over the country and all over the different cities um, of, of people you know there have been lots and lots of protests but also lots and lots of riots and looting and violence against people you know people have died you know George Floyd isn't the last one who's died in this whole scenario Lots of people have died. Cops have died. Other people, business owners have died. Um, there, there have been lots and lots of, there's been a lot of chaos. And the thing that we need to, to understand, a couple things to understand. Number one, in terms of cities with protests, most of the protests that have been going on have been peaceful. Mm-hmm. Um, so
0: we really cannot lump all these protesters together. Right. Um, a I, lot of people are doing
1: that. Yeah. And I don't, I never, I, the people who are running around and, and destroying property and hurting people, those aren't protesters.
2: Mm-mm, those are, those
1: protestors. are rioters and looters. Um, so the protesters are the people like in Boise, you know, near where we are in, in Idaho, up North Idaho, Coeur d'Alene. I, I know at least those two in our state um, we've had peaceful protests. We've had people standing. We've had people talking. We've had people holding signs. Protesting is part of the First Amendment. Protesting is something that needs to be protected.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, absolutely. absolutely. Um, <laughs> so, you know, the, the people who are doing that are protesting. The people who are destroying things and, and hurting people are not protesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they are, you know, you don't... You know, my parents raised me to say, you know, two wrongs don't make a right. You know, and and thousands and thousands of wrongs don't right this one wrong uh, that happened. Um. So, but here's the thing that that has been kind of crazy. That in, and this is my opinion. This is just my sort of take on things. I'm not an absolute expert on everything, but but sort of my take on on what's been going on is. This all happened too quickly, in my opinion, in too many cities. Um, when I was preparing this back on Sunday, uh, there,
0: at I mean, that there's time, there's some pretty reputable sources as well that there's some conspiracy going on.
1: Yeah, there've been um, there've been lots and lots of reports of you know pallets of bricks being left in certain locations to try to get people if they're there to riot to get them to to use those um, to break things. There've been, um, you know, that, that kind of thing happening, but
0: and I've seen this in the, in like from like the, the attorney general, even mm-hmm. not just social media,
1: right? Right.
0: Which I feel like, <laughs> I feel like my friend on social media is less likely to lie than the mainstream media. I'll just be honest. That's, <laughs> that's what right. I think.
3: Me
1: too. Um, so as of, as of Sunday, when I was putting together this outline, there had been over a hundred cities with protests total. Um, and I counted uh, 24 or 25 with violence and rioting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a minority. It's a big minority. You know, it's a quarter. we've
0: never seen anything like that but in our we've,
1: life. We've never, it's never been that widespread. Um, and I think there's a lot of things, people, people talk about a lot of different reasons for it. Um, I really do believe that there are people in our country who want control. They want to take, take down the country and remake it in their own image, you know? Um, and the playbook is, is right there. If you, if you've ever read, you know, the, the works of Karl Marx, if you've ever read, uh, rules for radicals, um, you, you know that, that Part of the the tactics involve causing chaos causing riots in the streets causing it to be so terrible that they call upon the government to to fix everything and then the government comes in swoops in and, and takes all this power and becomes this you know, you know and, and they try to set up their their communist sort of of government this is this is how this is the, the tactic. It's all written down. It's nothing that's you know, new. It's been around for, for many, many, many decades. So the fact that this, this has happened so quickly is, and, and that we have the, the clear reports of, of certain things being staged to try to
0: help the rioters. And so COVID is not, not a thing now or what?
1: <laughs> right. We don't, we don't care about uh,
0: <laughs> the,
1: uh, the virus anymore, I guess.
0: You know, it was just as the government was starting to open up. This is just so...
1: Yeah.
0: Seemingly coincidental. Mm-hmm.
1: So, um, so what I want to talk about... So this is stuff that everybody pretty much knows. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but for posterity. Yeah. You know, for our children and grandchildren. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. um, so here's what I want to um, kind of go over. And I, I didn't have time to go over a, a ton of stats here, but I, I do have some some overall stuff. And if you, and and it's not hard to, to find this information, but really when it comes down to it, um, there are two reasons I believe, well, I think that this, this desire that these folks have to, and, and I'm not saying every rioter even has this desire. Um, a lot of, a lot of folks are, you know, do, they're, they're driven by ideology. A lot of people are driven by just money. Like there, there was a story today of a guy that just said, Oh yeah, it's about the money. You know, I got, I got paid, um, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's regardless of if, even if it succeeded, it will fail. And here's what I mean. The ultimate desire of these, these folks is to set up a a never a, you know the the communist utopia you know the p and i'm not talking about the writers necessarily some of them I, I think that some of them do want that but um but the the people who i believe are trying you know setting things up and trying to to push this and make this happen more and more um they they don't like the the, the country that we have they don't like that we have freedom they don't like our founding They don't like our Christian heritage, uh, and it is a Christian heritage. Um, Even if every founder wasn't a Christian, there's certainly a Christian heritage here. Um, But there are a couple reasons why I believe even if they truly succeeded in getting, you know, getting things to change in a permanent way, it will not be the change they want.
0: Oh,
1: no. and and there's the reason for that, is th- there? And there's two there's two sort of prongs that I'm going to take this. Number one is just how this country is and how it was founded, and and, and what kind of of people are here, and um, our history. The other side of it is has to do with with God and and what He, you know, will and and I believe won't do. Um, and. And that's not saying that that our country is is secure and cannot fall. It certainly can. It certainly can fall. But there's there's a few things that that I think these folks have have uh, miscalculated on. Uh, the people who really do want they want us at our, at each other's throats. They want to split us. They want to divide races. They want to divide people within churches. Um, it's. It's disgusting, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's here's some of the reasons why they're gonna fail. So on the starting with the the just the way our country is, um, and these are just simple things about our country that that everybody knows. Uh, number one is we have a lot of guns in this country,
2: mm-hmm. a
1: lot of gun owners, and the reason for that is that we have we have had since the founding. The Second Amendment, and we are, you know, th- there's something unique. So there's something the Founding Fathers knew. This this is what will protect all of our other rights. If everybody is armed and the government fears the people, fears the rising up of the people because they are armed. Um,
0: that's why they're that's, always going after the gun rights.
1: Yeah, and that's that's why there's always the the challenge to those, but. The problem is, in in my opinion, just just looking at the the country as it is, it's it's really too late for the the folks doing that, um, trying to take away those rights. Because if you think about it, um, and there's a lot they of people who made
0: are, us dig at our heels and even more with this mess. Oh yeah, I mean,
1: over three million guns sold in the last few months. Gun
0: sales so. have skyrocketed. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, um,
1: you, you know. Good luck finding any of the the more common ammo. You have to, if you shoot something that's kind of uncommon, you might be able to find the ammo. But, um, but yeah, it's 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 crazy right now. Um, so there's like three million, and and the the majority of those guns that have been sold have been to first time uh, gun buyers. Um, that's just what's going on now. But there's it's been said many times that that um there are more guns than people in this country.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And most of the estimates you'll hear, oh, there's like 400 million guns. They, they kind of, well, there's 350 million people, 400 million guns. Mm-hmm. But guns are an interesting thing. I mean, there are certainly some cheap throwaway ones out there, but most guns are made to last.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And there are people who fought in World War II who just took their gun, their machine guns, home with them?
0: This is true. Back,
1: <laughs> back when machine <laughs> guns were legal,
0: That's what
1: for, I mean, in, now in this country you can't have a fully automatic. But but those guns are grandfathered in. It's not that you can't own one; it's that you just can't buy or sell them. You kind of have to have already had them. But they they exist. Um, the people have them. Um, so really, no one knows. No one really knows how many there are. Um, so. That's one factor is just, and, and there, if you do the, the math on, you know, men of a certain age, um, it's, it's many, 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 many times more, more of them than there are in all the, in the military, all the police forces put together. Um, if, if the country, if the government wanted to attack the people, it it would not win, It, it would lose. And there's a number of reasons why. This is just one of the big ones. Um, and and you might say, well, what about the, you know, the the military, they have tanks, you know, they have, you know, fighter jets. It's like, no, they don't. We have tanks. We have fighter jets. Because the majority of the people in the military, if if it if there was ever an order to to go and, and attack the people of this country, the majority who are in the military would not do it. There would there'd be a bloodbath on the bases, and then all of that military hardware would, would belong not to the government, but to the people. Um, that's just the, the facts of the matter. The, the people who go into those professions are typically people who are not for you know, the, this sort of power grab kind of thing. Um, now, there are some who would, for certain, for certain there are. Um, and it's really sad. Uh, I, you know, I know people personally who, who are 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 dealing with that, you know, in the law enforcement world, um, because of of that kind of conflict. So that that it's not that that doesn't exist, but if it came to an all out, you know, there's a there's a fight going on. The people right now who are being vilified, who are being called racist, who are being, you know, who are supposedly, you know you know the the bad guys um to to all of the all of the people who who think that you know they're so virtuous um with their you know with with their black pictures you know black screens on their instagram um taking up all the instagram space um those right. folks uh, those folks uh, don't realize I All
0: think they're virtuous I mm-hmm. think a lot of them probably really are like, you know what I just want to show that I care yeah I respect that that's great um a lot of it. Can we be honest? This is virtue signal.
1: Virtue signaling. Yeah.
2: yeah. Look at how virtuous and I, I am. I know that
0: you probably touched on this already. I stepped out of the room. But the ironic thing is, is it's taking, <laughs> it's taking the space.
2: Oh yeah. The yeah. black I square. Haven't.
0: Like, like I actually like, haven't posted since the incident. Not not for any virtuous reasons. I just haven't felt like taking any pictures. So that has actually mm. given more creative space. Mm than a black, if I'd taken that black square from someone.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's, it's, it's kind of silly. Um, and the, the other thing I want to point out is, and I think I might have a picture of
3: this. I want to show you guys something. So this
2: is a picture of the United States. This is the ele- the 2016 election result a certain way. So what you're seeing is if it's red or a shade of red, um, that's a county that was won by Trump. If it's a shade of blue, it's a county won by Clinton. And the darker the shade, the more the margin of victory was. Um, but then if you look at the bars, the, the, the tall bars that those represent, is the population of that county. So what, it, what you notice when you see it here is that the people really on, on this side, and, and there's no arguing it, the, the people who, who want, you know, the government to dictate everything, you know, the people who want um, to base everything on race and You know, they, they are more conservative, they're more um, for freedom uh, and things like that. So, here's and, and here, here's the thing I want you to, to see here. So that's, that's interesting. But um, if it ever came down to any kind of civil war, because that is really what we're talking about. Um, it's a potential civil war uh, over, over ideology, over left versus right. If it came down Civil War. that big
0: To always have issues because we're like still learning, yeah, how to do everything. Um,
1: so that big, wide-open area in the the middle of the country, um, that's all red. Um, that area of the country is self-sustaining. You know, from where we are in in Idaho, oh, really? You could even go further west. All of eastern Oregon, eastern Washington, all the way across the country until you get into sort of the Appalachian, you know, the, the entire Midwest. Um, and then, you know, all that that area is, is self-sustaining. The natural resources there are enough to take care of anyone living there. Um, we don't need, you know, a lot of, of imports. We don't need a lot of help from outside. Those big cities, they they operate... On the premise that you know, food comes in every single day to stock those stores. When stuff like this happens and the stores get ransacked, it's it's chaos immediately. Um, and there's no, you know, there's they they don't have what they need to take care of themselves. If it came down to a real conflict, I mean, what we're having now is is not I don't think that, but it it could be the the beginning of that. Um, but if it came down to a real conflict, the people, there's one side that has all the guns and all the land, um, and, and the power structure would change very quickly if, if that happened. Now, all of that's to, and, and I want to say a couple of other things related to that is that, um, I, I didn't know this till recently, but, you know, when the United States
3: began as, as a constitutional republic. Um, we, one thing we did um, that was we inspired a lot of other, um,
1: other countries to follow suit. I mean, a lot of countries do the same thing. Um, there have been many, many, many other, you know, you know, uh, governments that have been set up and they've been constitutional. We got this started. But you know what the average age of a constitutional government is? Um, you can look this up. It's been in the order of 17,
3: 18, 19 years before it's, it's overthrown and something else replaces it. So why have we lasted so long? Well, one thing those other constitutions didn't have was a Second Amendment.
1: And they didn't create a culture of, of the ability to just, you know, a personal responsibility. They didn't have that. So um, that's, that's an interesting thing to think about. Another thing I learned recently uh, about uh, the Swiss, um, you know, the Swiss have managed to stay completely neutral through both world wars and, and through a lot of conflicts and nobody ever attacked them and nobody you know they they said no we're staying out of it and and as powerful as germany was as powerful as these other people were nobody ever went and attacked them well if you learn some uh, i'd check out what the swiss army is you know who you know who's in the swiss army every male from the age of 18 to 45 isn't just they're not just conscripted a lot of countries have conscription where you have to do a certain amount of time in in their standing army Every male in that country is, is in the army. They're all issued a rifle and ammunition, and they are to keep that in good working order and keep their training up on their own. And if, if they're ever called to war, they're to use that rifle to fight their way to their rally point. That
3: country is ready if someone were to try to invade. So no one ever has. Um, so the fact is that, that there are there are facts that you just don't
1: people don't really talk about and people and people get scared you know um, oh my gosh, this is terrible what's going on what's going to be the future of our country And the truth is I don't know um, but when I look at statistics like that I it yeah, it makes me feel a little bit better um that you know they may cause crazy diff, you know crazy changes to our our life for for a time, but but really, if they try to flex power, they just don't have
3: it. Now, here's the thing. And, and this is what, what I, 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 I
1: dislike the most about this whole situation. Is that really the church, we are not guiltless in this whole situation. Um, as a group, there is a minority of us that is willing to engage the culture of the world with the word of God. It's just a minority. Uh, most uh, in America, most Christians just want to be like everybody else. They want to fit in. They want their Christianity to be something that's cool, that's acceptable to everyone around them, Christian or non Christian. And they think that's being a good witness. That if everybody likes you,
3: then you're presenting a good witness for Christ. But that's not a witness at all, is the problem. It's just like everyone else um so the fact is that that if it did come down to a real civil war
1: many of our churches would split right down the middle Mm -hmm. um many of our churches would be full of people that now find themselves on opposite sides of an armed conflict Mm -hmm. and 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 that's that's not right. <laughs> and, and the reason for that is people not, not knowing their Bible, not knowing that it's really that God's word is, is the standard, and, and they've gone after other standards. and They've gone after the standard of being loved by the world. Um, so I want to, you know, it is going to split churches. I do believe that if it, if it gets worse, um, we're going to see that happen. Um, and I want to, and I do believe this is a judgment. Not only, you know, just I talked a, a while back on, on, uh, when we talked about the, the virus that, you know, has been going around. Yeah. The Rona. We, when we talked about that, um, I said that, yes, I believe this is a judgment on our nation. We have blood on our hands as a nation, we, we kill millions of babies every year. Um, but also the church, not because we don't really not only do we not take that issue seriously, but we just allow all kinds of sin to run rampant within the church and in our culture without saying a word about it. And, the, and those who do are vilified. They're called, you know, hate mongers and things like that for doing such a thing as to, to hold out the standard uh, of Scripture. But God, and, and but I, one thing I didn't talk about last time, but I do want to talk about, so I'm going to kind of shift over into some scripture. And I want to talk about how God, he does judge other nations. Um, if you've read your Old Testament, especially the book of Isaiah, in the book of Isaiah, you have judgments, not just you know about Israel, but about other nations. This is, this is scripture given to prophets in Israel about other nations. Um, but you see, you know, here, judgment against Moab, it's a pretty long one. Here in uh, Isaiah 15, 16, um, down, you know, 17, judgment against Damascus.
3: Uh, in 18, judgment against Cush. Um, and, uh, and these are all
1: you know, things that, that he judges them for. It, it's interesting, you know, they. it's usually for the, the shedding of innocent blood is what it, a lot of it comes down to. So has God judged, you know, dealt with other nations besides Israel? Yes, mm-hmm. he's dealt with these other nations. So could he be ju- dealing with us? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there's a um, lot of
0: shedding of innocent blood.
1: Right.
3: And, and... The fact is that um, the church is all, you
1: know whether whether Jew or Gentile, the church is the true Israel, the true Israel of God, and, and I do believe that. Um, when when Paul talks about in Romans nine that not all who are born of Israel are Israel, and he then goes on to talk about the elect, he's saying that, look, Israel, the nation, just like Virtually everything else all over the Old Testament is a type, is is prophetic symbolism of the the real thing, and the real thing is all of God's people, every nation, tongue, tribe, and language are called Israel because we are the true people of God, um,
3: and the church, and as such, as the as such the the church can
1: in a new you know. New Covenant, Fulfilled Sense, appropriate um, promises made to Israel. Uh, there's this common one that a lot of people quote at, at hard times like this. Um, and, and then a lot of, uh, a lot of folks say, Oh, well, America's not Israel, so you can't quote that. Um, but we, we can. Uh, we can if we're in the church, because it isn't about necessarily our nation though it can apply to our nation um it's about us as as God's people so I want to read this so this is 2nd Chronicles 7 starting in verse 12 I actually want to give us some context here um it says then Yahweh appeared to Solomon at night and said to him I've heard your prayers and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice we are now God's house We are now God's temple. We offer a sacrifice of praise. This applies to us in a new covenant sense. It says, When I hold back the heavens so that there's not rain, and when I command the locusts to devour the earth, and if I send disease among my people, then if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, and will pray, and will seek my face, and will turn from their evil ways, then I myself shall hear from the heavens, and will forgive their sins, and heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayer of this place. Um, and now I have chosen and consecrated this house for my name to be there forever. My eyes and my heart will be there for all time. The, the third temple's being built. It's been built, but it's continuing to be built. And that third temple is the temple of the Holy Spirit, the church. Um, this is God's house. We are God's house. Um, and, and God says if, and, and I don't have time to get all into all of it, but, but the land promises get expanded to the whole world in, in the New Testament. So, yes, when we God's people repent, when we turn to God and turn from our evil ways,
3: he does hear and he will be attentive and he will heal our land. That doesn't, that's not a promise
1: that he will make America last forever. But it comes back to Romans 8.28. Romans 8.28 is not about America either. It's about God's people. He says, you know, God is working all things together for the good of those who love him, who have called, been called according to his purpose. Um, neither of those is about America. There's no promise, you know, that, that, that this country will endure. But these are for God's people, and that what, what is happening? So, so now I want, I want to think again about Romans 8.28. God works all things together for good. Now, I don't believe for one second I'm a through-and-through through Calvinist. I do not believe for one second when it says God works all things for good, that it says God you know, after it happens, God turns it for good or, or uses it for good. He just uses whatever happens, you know. No, no, he works it. It's all his works. The terrible things that are going on in our country right now can only happen because the sovereign hand of God has not only allowed it, but it has an integral part in his purpose for our good. And if you think about that and if and frankly if you think about what i talked about before about the you know what would happen
3: if we really came to an all out conflict in this country that would be terrible i mean hundreds of thousands if not millions would die it's it no one no one wants something like that um but if it happened the fact is, on the one hand, God could
1: have set everything up the way he has as we are as we would expect things to play out because God wants things for our good. And he, he sees, on the one hand, he sees that the church has, has been guilty and the country has been guilty of many things, but there's also a remnant. There's also a faithful remnant that has not bowed their knees, knees to Baal. And God may be saying, Look, I'm going to kind of wipe away what's really, you know, challenging we, these people and, and Hey, and, can
0: we pause for a moment and just mm-hmm. interact with the comments, please?
3: Just, yeah.
0: I I just think it's really important. Okay. Cause we definitely brushed over something without explaining it fully. Mm. So Shayna Hollis says a couple a couple of comments. Sadly, you just lost a follower. I'm a black woman and you are all hating on people supporting black lives really i'm confused and then she said sorry i meant hating in the vernacular sense you dismissed mocked and called people participating in Mm. blackout tuesday virtue signaling when black people saw that as solidarity okay so do you want me to expand on that or would you like to expand Um, on
1: that you can do that
0: all right so i'm pretty sure i said i respect if they put that up there Mm -hmm. as as actual um yeah i
1: mean we can't okay see everybody's heart but
0: So Shayna, I literally know people in my family Mm -hmm. who, how do I say this without giving anyone away? So um, when I say someone's virtue signaling, I mean, I know them personally. I literally know they're married to a racist and they put this black thing up to virtue signal. Like I know it Mm -hmm. because I know like, like I have told their husband to shut up. For his nasty comments. Right. That's what I mean. Like, mm. literally, I'm not mocking someone who I know. I mean, maybe yeah. I don't know them or I do know them and they literally love people and they put up a black box. Actually, mm-hmm. like, hey, I just want you to know, um, yeah, love you. You're hurting. But Shana, you, you gotta know that not everybody puts that box up there. Yeah. Is genuine. Yeah. A, a lot of it is absolute virtue signaling. And, um, Mm-hmm. yeah i mean it, it the other thing is it real that black box took it it's fine but if you understand how social media works maybe you maybe you're on youtube or something it really did drown out the black voices more
2: mm-hmm. it
0: just did so it's just kind of ironic it did um that's not hating on them. It's just stating a fact about the algorithm mm-hmm. of how social media works. And then the next thing is no matter how woke they sounded in these posts, every single one of them, it's hilarious. They got flack for it.
2: Mm-hmm. If they didn't
0: post, they'd get a comment. I yeah. i was a part of this group, this writing group that I'm, I'm not in right now. It's too much drama. Mm-hmm. If they didn't, if they didn't post something about it or or the people didn't see that they posted all their followers would be like, hey, you haven't spoken up about this and I'm a follower of your business. Speak up. So then they speak up and they're like, well, you didn't use enough words of the word speak. So you didn't do it right. So I'm still unfollowing. That's silly. So I do think that we brush over that too quickly. Mm-hmm. And I thank you, Shayna, And I'm sorry if I'm saying your name wrong for pointing that out. Dustin says, what about Hebrews 1110? I look to heaven and not America there aren't any flags in the kingdom Psalm two for sure. Yeah. Anyway.
3: Yeah. And
0: and I feel like no matter how much you show that you love some people, some um, people accept it and some people it is never, never good enough. Right.
1: Right. And, and I, yeah, the the fact is, yeah, I, I know no matter what you say, Mm -hmm. um, you have to just, it's like, you have to, put a disclaimer that says Mm. hashtag not all, you know, Mm. and, and, and again, I'm sorry if if you, if you felt that came across that way, but, but the truth is, you know, I'm not, I'm not interested in um. you know, I know that yes, different people have are are struggling right now and there's definitely hurt. And that's why I said at the start of this Mm -hmm. show that the, that the majority of the protests that have been going on have been peaceful. And we stand behind people and their right to protest, we, we understand what you know that when people are hurting, they, they need to their voices to be heard and they are being heard. The problem is that minority that are not protesting, um, but then a lot of the people who are, you know, saying they they stand in solidarity are are also defending. The riot and riots and the looting and and, and Which everything. is
0: indefensible. Which
1: is indefensible. And and again it, it's I'm speaking in generalities because I can't talk about three hundred million people individually.
0: <laughs> yeah. People died in the riots and Yeah. And man. The going around going around was like the meme like don't talk about the riots because losing your possessions is nowhere near equal to mm-hmm. losing um your life, which is true, yeah. except those of us who are old enough to have been alive for the 90s riots or read mm-hmm. any history at all know there is never a riot without more lives lost. So mm-hmm. we forget that there's a lot of youngins, or I don't know, just people who don't know their history. They hear that we're mad about the riots. They think it's all about stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No, no, it's about life. It's about life.
3: Yeah, it is. And and the fact is that, you know, what I, what I you know, want to come back to is is that mm-hmm. if if you if you love God
2: mm-hmm.
3: and you want to obey Him, then
1: just trust in that promise that He that He is working this for good. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this may it may go down a road. Of, doesn't mean
0: america is going to be here forever. Doesn't
1: mean america is going to be here forever. Nope. It may go down a road where things change and and the forces for what i see as good, the the forces for freedom and equality of of opportunity um, but but not seeking the equality of outcome uh, that those forces may may ultimately prevail, which if you look at the stats that that's who you would think would. And if that happens hey, that's, that's for our good because that's, those, are, those are biblical Christian values. But God also is sovereign and he can, he can make the biggest, most powerful army in the world completely collapse in on itself.
3: And, but we trust that if, if that happened, it's for our good and, and God is, is taking care of us. If I die for my good, mm-hmm. you know, to die is gain, but, but that's, that's what
1: I, what I want to, to say in all of this is, you know, what, what I said on, uh, in the title of this video is, is it's about hope. It's about whatever happens. And, A lot of and I think like
0: it's at the end for America and it might be, yeah, I don't know.
1: It might be. Who knows? Um,
3: But in the end, God is victorious. So does that mean we just, you know, kind of
1: lay back and, and forget, you know, not pay attention to what's going on, not make, you know, do good and wise things to take care of our families? Of course not. And we, we still do those things, but um, we do them in trust, in, in trusting that God is taking care of us. And, and I mean, I could fill up a show. Talking about all the the little ways ever since ever since things started to kind of go a little bit sideways with the Rona, um, Mm -hmm. all the little ways that God has taken care of our family, Mm -hmm. um, set things up just so uh, that that we didn't have anything to do with.
0: And to be fair, I have had times in my life where it did not go that way.
1: Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in this world, you'll have trouble. So it's not a promise that it would always be that way. But we've just been very blessed, and um, you know, it's not that we haven't had any hardships, but it's we just look at what's what's going on, and we we thank God every day uh, for where we're at and what what we have. So, um, with that, I want to go ahead, and if there are questions, um, I'm definitely uh, want to talk about those, answer those. If if there's anybody, um, if you're mad at me by all means, uh, let
3: me know. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, um, it's, it's, it's a different world these days. And, and we do, we do pray for peace. Um, we pray for, uh, for justice, for true justice Mm -hmm. in this world. Um, and, you know, if, uh, True justice in this world would, there, there,
1: you would notice there's a lot more people in the world. Because people would not mm. want, they would not feel safe doing the things that they're, they're doing. And um,
0: that's really the crux of it is we need to share the gospel. Yeah. Because when, you're, when you fear God, you see the value of human life. And mm. you see that he looks at the heart. And it changes you. like yeah. It completely changes you. That's, we can make all the laws we want. And unfortunately, wicked men and wicked women will mm-hmm. still get into places of power. And so we really need to not forget that they need the gospel.
3: Yeah. That's what it's really about. All right. Well, thank you guys for being here. Um,
1: we are, are happy here. I don't know. You probably didn't hear, but my.
2: I, I, my three year olds
1: trying to bomb the show. show. <laughs> um, but uh, we, we appreciate you guys and look forward to, to seeing you next week. You have a wonderful week.
0: listening to the beginning of wisdom podcast you can follow andrew schumacher and the ministry at beginningwisdom.org where you can find links to the youtube channel and follow on social media sign up for email alerts to never miss new content please like share and rate the episode if it has blessed you god bless and always be ready